G'day folks, uh, today I'll be chatting to Port Adelaide Young Gun, Jared Lena on the show, but before we do that, just want to give a shout out to one of our local businesses here in Adelaide, they need your support more than ever, Mama Camillas, down here at Jenny Road, uh, opposite the Grand Hotel, um, Les and the crew, they're a great bunch of people down here, so come and get yourself a coffee, or get yourself a Smythe Pizza, they're doing takeaways at the moment, the Smythe Pizza is certainly one of my favourites, in tribute to the great Phil Smythe, um, but let's go and speak to Lino. Welcome to Legends with Bevo. Thanks to the Holdy Hotel, Coopers, and Anytime Fitness Glenelg. Jared Lena, great to have you on Legends with Bevo. Um, how are you keeping yourself busy at the moment, mate, in uh, social isolation? Hey, Bevo. Yeah, I'm going well, thanks, mate. Uh, definitely staying busy. I've uh, headed up to Robertstown at the moment where my girlfriend's. Uh, family's from so I'm up on the farm at the moment just uh yeah doing some farming things which doesn't come too naturally to me feeding sheep and uh and all that sort of farming stuff but um to be honest I'm absolutely loving it so yeah I've been up here for about a week or so um plan to head to Murray Bridge uh, over the weekend as well and catch up with my family so me and my partner are on a bit of a SA world tour as such but <laughs> staying isolated and um and we're going well so yeah oh good yeah that sounds like a lot of fun mate and uh, have you been sort of keeping to a program and stuff? Are the boys giving you a program to work through um, during this isolation situation? Yeah, we have. Yeah, so the strength and um, conditioning guys have been all over it. Um, it's, it's basically just like an off-season program, to be honest. So um, basically got your three main conditioning sessions a week, um, along with, with weights um, as well. So um, I think everyone's pretty experienced to, to staying fit during these sort of times. Obviously, it's very extremely um, foreign to us, the whole situation. Um, at the moment, but I think all, all the boys seem to be, um, yeah, training pretty hard and uh, and uh, staying pretty fit because um, I suppose games could they could be a long way away, but they could be pretty soon. So we're just staying, um, yeah, staying ready. Speaking of that, there's talk about doing a hub over there in Victoria and having all the teams playing in Melbourne. Sure, that's a bit unfair for the South Australian teams and other in-state sides. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I think. Uh, It'd be interesting because I heard there might have been a hub in Adelaide, but then it was a too much of an advantage for, for us and the Crows. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be great to just get games going, whether there's a hub. I'm not really fussed where the hub is, to be honest, as long as we get playing. And um, hopefully, yeah, Melbourne could feel like home if we're over there for a, for a couple of weeks and stuff. So, um, yeah, but as long as it gets going, I guess, I don't think the advantage would be too much, I reckon. I think a lot of people are in the same boat. They just want to see footy. They're sick of seeing the old games and they just want to see modern yeah. you know, <laughs> footy. So, um, obviously, it's been a while since your, your, your win against the Gold Coast Suns, what, 47 points, though. But it must have been a good feeling, though, to, to get the win on the board uh, in round one because the Suns have been playing pretty well. They hadn't lost in the preseason. So, good to get the, the result. Yeah, it was. It was. We certainly went up there knowing that they're a team that um, thrives off um, confidence and they had a really good start to the season in that. Um, in the Marsh series. So, uh, yeah, we're certainly ready for it. And I think we started the game really well and really um, yeah, got on top of them early and then, yeah, get all rolled from there. And it was yeah, really good to be sitting on top of the ladder at the moment. So, uh, yeah, really happy with how we started the year. And what was it like playing in front of an empty crowd? A bit of an odd feeling? Yeah, definitely very weird. Um, it felt like some sort of, like, weird pre-season game, to be honest. Like, just a weird pre-season trial game between two clubs with obviously no crowd in that. Um, yeah, the fact that it was a genuine game was was a bit weird. Um, and yeah, yeah, definitely just very weird, just the silence. And you could hear yourself obviously like talk a lot more, which was which was good. It felt a little bit like an SNFL game, but in a, in a bigger stadium, obviously. 
And uh, talk us through the Jared Lena journey. Uh, you're a Murraybridge boy, as you mentioned before, and uh, you, you played for Sturt. You won a premiership with them back in 2016 and then on to the Powers. Yeah, but talk us through the, uh, the journey so far. Yeah, I suppose it wasn't the normal journey in regards to getting drafted. I got drafted when I was 22, um, which was which was obviously good, I think, good in a way because I had a chance to develop myself off-field before I got into the AFL system, which was awesome. But, um, yeah, started playing footy in Murray Bridge um, for Imperials. Started there when I was about eight years old and I suppose went through the... Went down to Sturt in under-16s and played uh, Sturt under-16s, under-18s. Uh, and then a couple of years of reserves footy. Um, and then I finally cracked into the league side in... In 2015, um, and then obviously Marty Matner came along and gave me a really good opportunity in 2016, and we won the premiership, which was which was obviously unbelievable. Uh, something that I've yeah I've always dreamt of. I suppose I supported Sturt my whole life, and to win a flag for them was was amazing. Um, and then yeah, I suppose cherry on top, getting drafted after that. Um, yeah, that was awesome as well. And then spent a full year in the Maggies, and then have yeah sort of played my become like a sort of in and out player in the power team over the last probably year or so. And, Looking forward to cementing my spot in the side going forward. Yes, well, uh, fingers crossed if the season does start soon, uh, we can see you playing some good footy because you were playing some great footy in the pre-season. Um, of course, you keep that winning goal for us uh, against the uh, against the Dogs in the pre-season. So let's hope you can carry that forward, mate. Yeah, that's right, mate. It was a bit weird popping up forward, but uh, <laughs> it, was good, it was good fun to, to keep a couple of goals. And, uh, yeah. And uh, in, terms of, um, in terms of going forward from here, um, obviously... Um, you know, what are the boys, uh, what are the boys doing? Are they, they're keeping in touch and, and have you heard much about sort of what's happening with training or? Um, we haven't really heard much about what's happening with training. Uh, we have a meeting this afternoon, actually, um, which will clarify some of that. Um, obviously, with the position of the AFL, I think Gil McLaughlin is speaking on Monday to clarify some things. So, um, I suppose we'll hear more about training then. Um, but, yeah, I've been keeping in touch with all the boys. Us backs have a uh, Friday night catch-up. Um, yeah, once a week, and uh, yeah, it's good fun just uh, catching up and uh, saying good day and talking a bit of smack, which is always good. And um, yeah, we've also had a couple, uh, couple whole team um, meetings as well. We got, I got one coming up uh, this afternoon with, with a few of the coaches and stuff too. So yeah, we've been keeping in touch, um, but yeah, there's still a little bit of uncertainty over the training um, and when we return. In 2017, you played in the grand final. Um, unfortunately, the Maggies went down by a point to Sturt. Was that an odd feeling, though, um, playing against your teammates that a year earlier you'd won a premiership with? Yeah, it certainly was. I think I sort of got, by the time the grand final came around, I sort of got used to playing against them. Um, well, I think we played them. My first ever game for Port Maggies was in a trial game against Sturt, actually. So that was, now that was weird. Um, and yeah, I just felt like when I was warming up, I was looking down obviously the other end and seeing them warm up as well. And I was, you know, just it was the weirdest feeling. I just felt like I was on the wrong team for a little bit. Um, and then I suppose we played them a couple. I got to play them a couple of times during the year. Um, the first time we beat them pretty well, and I felt pretty sorry for them. And then the second time, we went to Unley, and I caught a little bit of abuse from the fans, and then we lost. And uh, oh. I sort of changed my. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't so sympathetic that day. I was pretty filthy with. With the way I was treated and all of that, but uh, yeah, and then we, and then we sorry, then we played them again in a qualifying final and then in the grand final. So by the time the grand final came around, I was sort of used to playing against them and really, really wanted to win because obviously I'd formed lots of great relationships with the guys at Port. Um, I suppose after the game, it did feel like I missed out a little bit on a on a flag. Obviously, being a Sturt supporter my whole life, um, they were the initial thoughts of I've just yeah I've missed out on the opportunity to play in another Sturt Premiership. Um, 
so that sort of drove me, I guess, to really want to make it in the AFL and, and play for Port Adelaide. And um, yeah, I was lucky enough to do that. And hopefully I've got many more games to come. Yes, fingers crossed for that, mate. And you still keep in touch with a few of the Sturt boys as well? I do, yeah. A lot of my great mates are, uh, are still obviously at the club. But actually, a lot of them have retired over the last couple of years. But um, yeah, still keep in touch with all of them. Um, yeah, they're all going really well. And um, yeah, I'm catching up with one of them actually this afternoon for a chat. So that'll be, that'll be cool. So yeah. Oh, that's wonderful, mate. And uh, outside of footy, uh, what sort of interests do you, uh, do you have that keep you busy? Um, I'm, I've been studying teaching. So I was lucky enough when I didn't get drafted, I went to university and, um, and studied a teaching degree whilst I was playing at Sturt. So I got the majority of that done um, whilst I was only a part-time footy player. Um, and then when I got drafted to Port, I just kept going in a, in a part-time capacity for the teaching. So I've just got a couple of placements to go and then I'm, then I'm all done. So... Um, yeah, really keen to, to become a teacher after after my footy career, and I'm also pretty interested in like the media side of things as well of, of sport. Um, enjoy a bit of commentary and and all of that sort of stuff. So I'm starting to train myself up a little since I've got my teaching basically sorted. Uh, yeah, I've got I'm starting to dip my toes into a bit of commentary, which is good fun, and hopefully I can I can take that forward as well when my footy career is over. Oh, you're doing a wonderful job, mate. So keep that up. And in terms of your teaching, um, what's uh, what are you wanting to teach? You want to teach high school and PE, or what are you looking at doing? Yeah, in the high school. Um, yeah, PEs obviously would be the cruisiest gig. I reckon it'd be good fun getting outside and playing uh, playing sport with the kids all day. That'd be that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, also qualified to teach some English and like some Hass, so like geography and history and those sort of those sort of subjects as well. So yeah, I've got a spread there. Well, um, hopefully it'll be a while away that you, before you're doing that because uh, we want to see you playing for a power, with a power for a number of years. So uh, let's hope that's down the track. Um, that's right, yeah. And in terms of the club you mentioned before, um, there's a lot of banter and I've spoken to a few boys in the past and uh, they love a joke or two and a prank um, here and there. So uh, who's your funniest teammates at, at the power and uh, perhaps at Sturt as well? Uh, funniest teammates at the power? That's a good question. There's a few guys that think they're really funny. Uh, <clears throat> What was the, the funny the funniest uh, the funniest prank that I've seen is uh, the Darcy Byrne Jones drives an old Subaru, um, and the window the the window was broken um, halfway up. So one day a few of the boys um, got the, the little like bean bag things that you put into the bean bag and just filled absolutely filled his car with bags of that, and uh, he was absolutely livid. So. That's probably the best prank. I'm not. I'm still not sure who did that. I thought. I thought it was Sam Gray. Um, in fact, I was certain. I was certain it was Sam Gray. But turns out it was someone. I can't remember who it was exactly. But that's probably the funniest. And Darcy's someone who just. Um, yeah, you can get stuck into him pretty easy, and he gets pretty filthy. So they chose a really good target and uh, executed the prank pretty well. Love that. Um, and that's the. Uh, yeah, you go. And, and Sturt as well? Um, at Sturt, who was there at Sturt? There was a few good ones getting around at Sturt. The old like, deep heat in the jocks. I'm not sure who used to do that. Um, but that certainly got around. James Battersby is actually really good at pranks and stuff as well. He's, he's an absolute clown. So I'd say he's probably the prankster out of the Sturt lot. But there's a few to choose from there as well. I love it, mate. And in terms of your toughest opponent um, with the AFL, you've, you've played against some big monsters. But who's been your toughest opponent and why? Um, I reckon toughest opponents probably Eddie Betts that I've played on. I was, got stuck on him for probably a quarter in the uh, in a showdown in my third game. I reckon it was, and uh, yeah, he's pretty quick. 
he uh, went whenever he's around. I think it was a Crows home game, and um, just whenever, like obviously, you know what happens when he gets around the ball. ball the whole crowd sort of starts buzzing, and I'm actually pretty nervous as a defender. And um, yeah, he's certainly my hardest opponent. I think just his his sharpness when the ball's in the area, um, he can make it look pretty silly. So yeah, I think he's my toughest opponent so far. Yeah, he's certainly a very good one, and hopefully there's a bit more footy left in Bet's team because we'll love watching him. Obviously, uh, not being on him, but uh, from the outside anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Lino, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to have a chat on Legends with Bevo with me today, mate. It's uh, really, really enjoyable uh, chatting to you, and um, enjoy your time up there in Robertstown, and then obviously off to Murray Bridge, and let's hope that when he comes back sooner rather than later, mate. That's right, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed the chats, and uh, yeah, stay safe. Same with you. Take care. See you, mate. Thanks, man. Bye.